I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so puppy? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Bernie Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 113 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And That's I, a bad luck number. Is it? That's why you put me in a bad mood. It's episode 113. No, Friday the 13th is a bad luck number. No, but 13 is a... It, this is why. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, the reason I put you in a bad mood is because I dare, you know, piss on the grandiose no. thing that is real estate. No. <laughs> no. It's the smug. It's the smug coming right off of you. Like, it's like a... It's a I smug wish, smog. I, I wish my expectations were smug expectations, but they're not. I just want people to respond when the questions are asked or things are delivered or, hey, I got but this But you whatever. expect this thing that is, a, like, by definition, a long and drawn out process to be like, blip, 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 blip. It could, but see, that's because I'm always looking for more efficient ways to do things. It's just how I'm wired. I can't, I can't not. But it's because you're not, you're not taking into account that people need time to think. That, and that's and I, no, I, I am taking that into account. Have all the time you want to think. I've given you a quote unquote <laughs> deadline to think. But if I send you an offer, yeah, I got this. I'll present it to the client or whatever. It takes ten seconds to respond, just saying yes, I received it. Because in today's technology-driven world, it is possible that an email glitch happened, true, or whatever else. And I I don't want to be like. Him waiting on us on their counter offer that we countered on, just to figure out that you know counter offer to counter offer the counter to the counter. Yeah, I fucking hate this. Whoever, yeah, I don't think we're ever moving again after we get this whole house purchase thing done. I just the whole fucking process is insane and ridiculous, and it doesn't need to be that way. And I'm gonna leave it at that, so we don't get into another little you know heated debate, as it were. But you know, uh, yeah, it just. The transaction of, I have house for sale, I have money to give you, okay, it's done. It's this ridiculously long, horrible thing that just sucks the joy out of life for all involved. (laughs) Well, it is so weird for me to see this on the other side because, like... You're right. It's horrible. It's a horrible experience. Like I, I don't know anybody who's like, oh yay, we get to go through a real estate transaction. But that's like what, people are excited about buying a house. But see, that's but, that's the whole point is that that's you shouldn't suck the joy out of that. It should be like, <laughs> I want to buy this house. I'm excited for this house. 
oh god, that's right. I have to fill out mounds of paperwork. But you and know I have why? To do this. It's because people want like, and this is actually a frustration that comes out in my job for me a lot. That like it does seem simple. Like you have a thing that you want to get rid of. I have, I want the thing that you want to get rid of. Like let's make this win win. Let's make it work for everybody. Let's get creative. And people get petty legally creative because right. i get that there's legalities and liabilities right. and all the stuff i understand that t- to a fault but there's also a way to make it all work yeah. there's always a way to make it all work Almost if definitely. everybody will just like be like well i could do this and screw you over but i'm not a horrible person so i won't right. like it just the the mind boggles but anyway you're right we should i'm actually not mad now like i i had to express mm-hmm. some but yeah I'm glad. And it's 9-13. Look at that. Ni- episode 113, 9-13. It's, th- it's yeah. the 13th curse because last week was Friday the 13th. It, this is this is all, it's it's all just, on 13, I'm no, telling you. No, it's just, it's just a, a shittily, a very, shittily is not a word. Shittily. <laughs> uh, a very poorly regulated industry with a bunch of very pompous individuals, you excluded. <clears throat> oh, work- no, you're just talking about all my friends. It's okay. No. I, I said a bunch of, I didn't say all of them. I said a bunch of pompous individuals. And you have to admit, some of your friends are very fucking pompous and up their ass about how awesome they are with all these multi-thousand dollar deals they do and all the money they make and the Lexus they drive. Okay, those aren't they're my friends. No, though. they're not. They're my acquaintances. Right, exactly. And so that's kind of my point is that it's just, it's it's one of those, you know, ego stroking for for a lot of people it's one of those industries that you get into simply to have your egotistical dick jerked off constantly you're just constantly spewing fucking splooge everywhere and you love it and it's just gross you know and the way people will trample on the lesser quote-unquote person in the transaction or whatever or don't have any fucks to give for those involved in the whole real estate thing it's just you know, oh yeah, we we understand that this might be bad for you or whatever, but I'm still I'm still gonna take my time and answer, and I'm still gonna do this, and and then they just tease you, they tease you with little things like, hey, look, we can put a date in our contract that you're supposed to respond by. <laughs> just fucking kidding, I don't have to respond by then. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, enough real estate talk. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> It is. The, it's the, the, anybody who wants some real estate advice. The entire thing is a giant middle finger to you the whole time. There's just somebody flipping you the bird at every no, given point. No, there, just, there, there are very, there are those individuals that are unique, that are very nice, that are unicorns, that like you care about the clients, want to try to get the job done, beat the fuck out of themselves when the mistakes happen or I'd things say go down. Most people are good, <sighs> but the part of the problem is that every real estate agent is a slave to their client they right. have to do what their client wants and sometimes that is stupid that mm-hmm. sometimes that thing that their client wants them to do is really dumb yeah but and, and that's where i go back to just how i deal with my like because i'm a slave to my customers too yeah. so when i'm dealing with my vendors sometimes listen my client's and fucking idiot anything you can do to help me to help them prove to them that they're a fucking idiot so we can get around this or if we can just do this one little thing and work together to get this fucking idiot off both of our fucking backs <laughs> It would be so much simpler. So let's just work together to fix that. And then we'll go back and we'll do the stupid thing or whatever. Or we'll, in a very professional way, you're a fucking idiot. Stop it. You know? Um, and that's what always seems. And I could be sour. I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. I'm almost positive that I'm soured on this whole experience because it's been a, a fuck up of epic proportions from the minute we signed and submitted paperwork till today. Mm-hmm. Six months almost now. Um, and... 
it's not, I, I guess I, you might be able to convince me that it's not the quote unquote normal real estate tra- well, transaction. I think, I think what we're going through right this second on this other thing wouldn't be as much of a kick in the teeth if we hadn't already gone through five months of hell. Right. That's true. Is my point. But it, it's still, I'm, I'm still one of those, you know, uh, deadline driven type people. And so if there's deadlines and you say there's deadlines and those deadlines mean nothing, it's like, why is it? It's the perfect example of how legal shit fucks stuff up. Like, I've got to put 42 pages worth of legalese and, and verbiage and language, and none of it means a goddamn fucking thing. It's just for somebody else to get paid the deadline. Why waste an entire paper on you have to respond by this date, blah, 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 and everybody has to initial sign and, and you know jerk it around if they really don't have to do that. It's like you're just wasting ink. You're killing the fucking planet, people. <laughs> Stop killing the planet with deadlines that don't mean anything. So, yeah, we've 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 taken a complete like I wouldn't even say it's a 180. I can't really like quantify the direction that we've stored <laughs> we've steered with this whole real estate thing. Let's just say we're pulling a few strings to um, I, and I don't want to put it out there yet until it all happens and said and done. But we're 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 puppeteering a few things that um. It's just, it's weird. And that's all I really want to say about it at this point. And I'll explain it in more detail once I have, like, you know, a signed paper in hand and keys in hand, though it might not be the keys that we were expecting. So, I don't know. This whole, <laughs> I just want it to be done and over with so I can move on with my fucking life and not have to worry about that anymore. It's just like, yeah. It's like having, it's like being in high school and having that English, no, seriously, it's like being in high school. And having like that massive English midterm or final. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like when a girl's like really being a tease. There's that too. Gets you right to the edge. There's that too. <laughs> yeah, this would be the. the this. I have the equivalent of real estate blue balls. We do. Yes, it's real estate blue balls. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. It's just there's you know there's never any finish. There's no release. There's no goodness at the end. It's just you know. Play, play, play. Ah, your, your ball's hurt now. Come back later. Tickle, 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 play, play. Jerk, jerk, jerk. <laughs> you still didn't come. And, he, and it's just this, and everybody involved like, yay. <laughs> this is how it's supposed to work. Woo, nobody gets off. <laughs> the worst sex ever, right? Wow. I mean, <laughs> wow. Okay. Just think that we wouldn't survive. If sex happened like real estate does, we wouldn't make it as a species because nobody would ever actually fucking ejaculate into anybody else and nothing would get done. So, <laughs> derailed. <laughs> Success. Yes, we're we're good at that. But, ah, oh boy. And I would like to, I I would like to have somebody to blame. I like I would like to be like I be able to blame my agent for this, but it's not my agent because my agent's awesome because my agent's you <laughs> and your other friend who's well, really good too. But you're, so. you're asking. You're asking me, um, should you do this? And I'm like, no. You're like, you're like, but you should because you should because there's a thing and you should do it. And I'm like, but that's not how. And you're like, but but. And I, but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it correctly. I'm asking if it's okay to do this versus just saying please, because a lot of clients will do that. Well, you just just do it like this for me. And you're like, no, I can't do that. We'll just write, make it work. And it's like, we because we somebody who listens to this podcast that I happen to work with will understand this very well. We have a client in, on the. Um, website of things where they would like you know we'll just whip something up like you just make it work and it's like if only you knew the the myriad of ways that you we just can't whip something up to fix this little problem it's only a fucking problem for you <laughs> so <sighs> deep breath 
Pusa. So how was your week, babe? Great. <laughs> yeah. What was it? When did this all take start happening? Wednesday. Like Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. was when it when it like went. Yeah. The mushroom cloud started on Wednesday. Well, and it's just it's one more um, example of how our lives are not normal. <laughs> <laughs> like. Like my the shirt that I'm wearing right now says, you know, please remember that we are a night. As far as everybody else is concerned, we are a nice normal family. But nothing ever happens normal with us, or so it seems. Because like, shit just doesn't quite. It it never quite kind of pans out the way, like you know, a real estate transaction. While there are problems in it, should just be more or less. I have a house. I have money. Let's make this happen, and you move on. Not for us. <laughs> and yeah, so. We're raising a feral child, as that one that one article put it. Yeah. You know, temperance is just she's she's just amazing, but oh my god, she's frustrating. And so there's just it's just nothing's normal. Like I was, I hear like you know asshole at work, not asshole. He's actually a really good dude, but he's being an asshole just to rub it in. I refund my house twice in the time it's taking you not to get yours. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. So yeah. And then, <clears throat> um. I took Ezra to have his hair did oh, on yes. Wednesday. So we finally we got past we got past the um whole like freaking out, crying, panicking about the hair thing because we got his haircut and styled a certain way. But now he's got that oh my god that teenage thing that drove my parents nuts, and now I kind of understand why it drove them nuts because it's driving me nuts. I like with a constant head whip trying to get the hair out of their face. <laughs> Because the hair is long enough to go in their face. It's like, well, if it bothers you that much, you have to whip your head and then you should just fucking cut it. Um, and like, and I'm trying, I'm trying. He flipped it all to the side and he had it just so the perfect way he wanted it. He wouldn't move his head. Like he'd move his whole body to right. look at something like he had a neck injury. Yeah. It was hilarious. And if anybody wants to know what he looks like, just look up Roger from the show Doug. <laughs> it's not that. Okay. It is. It's similar. <laughs> it's very, it's not orange. Yeah. But otherwise, the whole like sideways, curly, <laughs> wavy thing is totally there. So yeah, anybody who wants to know what he looks like, just look up Roger from the show Doug. Or our Facebook feed. Right. And that's what that's what Ezra currently looks like. So, um, But he has been very happy with the hair and he hasn't whined or freaked out. And I am one, I've always, just because of altercations I had with my parents, I made sure to not be the parent that is a, a, a Nazi about hairstyles or anything and like I that. I don't know if I ever told a story about when I dyed my hair in, in the fifth grade. Did I Have I set, told that story? I think so. Okay, so I just long story short, in case somebody's a newer listener, I dyed my hair in the fifth grade with food coloring. Mm-hmm. And I just did like strips. At the very front of my hair, I did red and then blue and then green and yellow. Like, who does yellow? Like, that doesn't even make sense. But I did mm-hmm. with food coloring because that was the only thing I could find. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Desperate times, desperate measures. Um, my my mother worked long hours. My stepdad was uh, oblivious, I guess would be the best word. He wasn't negligent. He just didn't really pay much attention to anything. But but his he is so oblivious that it kind of tends to borderline on negligence. Because even if something were drastically wrong, he still wouldn't realize it. Yeah, I don't know. At any rate, <laughs> nobody noticed for a week. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, I, I tried to hide it. I did. I right. mean, I wore a hat a lot that week, but not all the time. And it mm-hmm. wasn't until like literally over a week later, we were at like my grandparents' house under some fluorescent lights. And my stepdad goes, your hair green? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, 
no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <clears throat> but they, the, the, they, I was punished. I, I think I was like grounded for like two weeks or something. And my mom straight up said, you dye your hair again without permission. I will shave you bald. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've had kind of an obsession with dyeing my hair. <laughs> yeah. Like I, and right now it's green and blue. And I, I encourage Tempe to, and Ezra too, to dye their hair last summer. And I kind of feel like it's like a spring right before the end of the school kind of thing. Dye your hair a crazy color and, and be the cool kid for a couple of days or whatever. But at any rate, I'm really glad that our kids are like, yeah, let's dye my hair. So yeah, we dyed his hair red. Tempe wants to do hers purple and green and blue. Those are cool colors. Well, there's this technique where you just dip dye a cup, like not all of it, but just mm-hmm. the ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and her hair is already bleached out at the ends a little right, bit. So right. we're just going to do that. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up in the 90s when um, all the media and everything was vehemently against skateboarders and how evil they were and how they were part of the Antichrist. And if you had a skateboarding child, they were like, you know, the devil spawn. And so I was that skateboarding devil spawn child. So we, I always clashed quite a bit with my parents on certain things because I was doing those evil, evil deeds on a board. Um, so I, I always vowed to not, because I, really, I truly don't. I don't give a fuck what he does to his hair or what any of the kids do to their hair, or their clothes, whatever, because ultimately, if I'm seen in public with him and it's embarrassing, I just get to make fun of them. Like, yeah, my kid's a dumbass. I decided to look like this and I can poke fun and make it worse for them they're the ones that has to actually live with the fact that they're walking outside looking like that and has to go back and look at their pictures and realize, oh, fuck, I had a mullet when I was a child, like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I did and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, that 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 in itself is enough. I, I Whatever, they can do whatever they want. So Yep. I just figure, if, but if it's their choice and they look like an idiot, right, exactly. then it was their choice exactly. and they look like an idiot. Um, I looked like an idiot and it wasn't my choice to look like an idiot. Right. Somebody else made me do what I didn't want to do with my hair, so... That's which is worse yeah that that truly is worse like like when you're um and and growing up mormon i'm sure it was the part of this but like when you're part of those, those ultra conservative ultra ultra whatever and you have to look a certain way because of it mm-hmm. and you're being forced to do so and like especially if you don't jive and get along with that then it's like really bad you're like i don't this isn't it has nothing it's not you mm-hmm. and i there's that borderline like you know that whole personal creative you know personal expression creative thing where i i I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's not like, you know, everybody has their own unique style they have their own unique way. And and part of the way they express that is, um, through how they look, how they dress, right. et cetera. Now I do think that some people tend to use that as an excuse to just be a fucking idiot. Um, or whatever. Oh, that's just my personal style. Or I don't, you know, or the high schoolers. Right. Exactly. This Confederate flag represents uh, Southern pride. Even yeah, though we, I've never even been to the Southern we've states. We've got high schoolers that are currently trying to school us adults on history and because somebody tried to re- fly a Confederate flag on the back they, of their jacket. And the school removed pickup. it. Well, actually, the school was forced them to remove all flags. Right. That if I have to say anything about the school, they did American or you know, they was they had they had the American you know United States flag plus the the um, the stars and bars mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, they just had them all taken down. Um, so there are those very um, patriotic people that would be pissed off. If they forced them to take down the uh, American flags too. It's like, well, you can't. It's one of those things that you're getting to this point now where, like, okay, so we can allow you know. But it's, it's I think easy, it's, it's fun. I just think it's blanche. really, really, 
it's one of those things they had no other choice because here's the deal. You can't say you can't fly the Confederate flag yeah. because people are like, but it just means my heritage and this right. and that and the other thing. But somebody could use that argument to fly the flag for ISIS. Right. Well, the thing is, though, is technically they could use that flag. To, they could use that argument to fly the flag for the U.S. because if you would think about it realistically, the US, United States flag represents the mass genocide of the native right. people. So but, my, but that's exactly my point. You have this is cascading issue. Everything can be interpreted a different way right. and so instead of having a big fight about it Bit nobody can do any flags yeah and that makes total sense to me it sucks but it makes total sense it make it sucks to an extent but let's be honest nobody was flying and flying an american flag until somebody removed the confederate flag and they're like well oh let's see you remove this yeah and that's where i it wasn't no, I it don't. wasn't i'm super patriotic and i fly an american flag right it's i'm i'm pissed off about somebody not letting me do what I want. So right. I'm going to pr- show them. And yep. that's where it gets into this like, and then the people, the parents of these kids and it's like, Oh no shit. Your son's an asshole. I wonder why. <laughs> oh well, wait. Th- that. And it's also like, you know, you, you like the, the poor grammar and the shitty spelling and whatnot. And it's like, like Oh, so that's it's like why Columbia County's finest woke uh-huh. up and was like, I think I'll put on my Facebook pants today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and, and be a social media advocate um, but see, and that's where, this is where I, 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 I have some very libertarian, um, uh, leanings, leanings because let's take the, um, there was a local debacle here a while back about a cafe or a bakery, a mm-hmm. bakery where they refused to bake a wedding cake for a lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. And it, it got to the point where everything, this huge hubbub and there's all this news people were there that were you know basically making basically what ended up happening is they went out of business because they could no longer thrive because of things that were going on and i don't and i honestly don't think they were all related to their piss poor decision to be discriminatory because there are plenty of christians that would have come and done business with that shop if they could have gotten to it if the media hadn't been cock blocking people and with you know. right so there was a lot of extra stuff there and in my opinion that business owner did nothing wrong from a business owner's perspective because as a business owner, you should have the right to run your business as you want. That does not mean that you're not a complete and total fuckhead, idiot, douchebag for having certain views, but they didn't... I I don't even know where to come down on this though because, because here's the thing. Okay, sorry. Finish your thing. They didn't break any laws. Now, if they had refused to hire the couple because they were lesbians, then they've passed into the territory of being illegal for hiring laws. But it is every fucking restaurant and everything out there has this whole no shoot. We refuse the right to serve, <coughs> reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Yeah, yeah. So in my, I totally okay. So, I totally agree with you. Except if you can apply it to a black person in the South and it doesn't sound right. Then it's probably discrimination and illegal. I, I I don't disagree, but there's not a current there there okay, at that point in time. This may have changed. I haven't looked into it recently. There wasn't a, a law on the book that says you cannot serve that you. It's illegal to not serve lesbians, or it's a, doesn't. I'm I'm not looking at it. For, no, it's illegal to discriminate anyone based on race, color, creed, religion, for or hiring practices. No, yeah, go look at it. No, if it's changed, that's fine. But at the time, that's that's that, that's where the wishy washy gets into. Is that um you you, you there, I don't know. That there's an actual and and I could be wrong on this, and I'll, and we'll get to that here in a second. But 
if my assumption is correct and what I remember seeing is correct and I, like, the information's not wrong, they didn't break any laws by by refusing service to these people. It Ex doesn't make it right. But but if they didn't break any laws, how come when they sued the they got they won? Well, I, go ahead and the couple that were that mm -hmm. were not ser were be, not served sued and won. Devil's advocate, because we live in Oregon, it's a very blue, very liberal state. Yeah, but if they hadn't liberal, broken any laws, there would be no way. There's way. Okay, like you said, legally in the real estate transactions, there's ways to get around shit. So I'm not trying to get into a debate about that. I'm not saying. I'm not saying what they did was right. I do not agree with it in any Me way, shape, either. or form. And, and, I, and I know exactly what you're saying because I actually kind of feel the same way that if you want to be a douchebag and not serve gay people right. for but, whatever business you have, and so I, I, as, a, as somebody who supports gay rights, I would just never, ever go to your establishment. Right. And, and theoretically, your business would suffer for that and you would, right. you would go out of business and capitalism saves the day. Who would have thunk? Right. But... Uh, but also on the flip side of that, you, the, where you walk, where you start to tread the funny line is, is that you have this issue of, well, if you take that look at it, then you just need to stop purchasing. Period, because every company everywhere is going to have somebody you don't agree with. Well, so I don't know really about that. It's a, it's not just about having somebody that I disagree with their views. Right. Because you're right. If I if I didn't agree, if I said I won't shop anywhere that supports blank, I would probably have a hard time going shopping. Right. But. If somebody is so vulgar and outspoken yes. about something, I have not been to a Chick Fil A ever, ever since, or excuse me, ever since they came out again. <clears throat> you want to hear a funny or thing about that? Wrong word. So I, I don't remember either the guy that said it is either fired or died or whatever. But there's actually a um, a, a gay couple <laughs> that owns the Chick Fil A when all this happens. Like, yeah. no, please don't stop coming to us. <laughs> We're a franchise. Yeah, this is a franchisee type thing. Our Chick-fil-A doesn't care if you do people in the butts. <laughs> Come eat our delicious food. Right. right. And, and so, I get that. So you're kind of you're kind of shooting some shooting somebody else in the foot. Right. And I get that. But you get where I'm going with this is my money talks. Mm -hmm. I don't go to Jimmy John's. I actually really like Jimmy John's subs for mm -hmm. I mean for what they are. Right. But ever since I found out the guy like really loves to kill endangered animals on reservations in Africa, I'm like, you know, I really don't want to put money in that guy's pocket. So I don't go there. Yeah, but that's but see that's the thing is that I just I, I tried doing that for a while and I ended up stopping because it's just one of those things that I I would have to stop driving my car. I would have to stop doing this because everything. But I, I don't do, feel that way. Every, I, everything I do is directly going to put money into somebody's pocket that's going to have a stance that I don't agree with. Right, but <clears> I'm talking about. I'm not saying I'm going to research every single person I right. do business with. I'm saying if you're if your racism or your mm -hmm. uh, sexism or your whatever is so public that I have found out about it, mm -hmm. sure, I, I'll boycott. for, And maybe it makes no difference at all. But maybe it does. And But see, that's where, that's where I go back to the libertarian side. I mean, if that makes you as a person feel better, then do it. Yeah. And it definitely works better on a local scale. I am telling, like, right. the guy that owns Jimmy John's does not know that Jody Albrecht doesn't come to his store because right. he hunts animals for sport. He doesn't know that. He didn't, wouldn't care if he did know that. Right. But on a local scale, it does make a bigger impact. I was recently shopping around for daycares, or not daycares, preschools. Right. And a friend of mine said, yeah, well, when I went to go ask if they had room for my uh, Down syndrome child, they said, well, we don't have room for retards. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh, great. I don't think I'll be going there. Like, it's important yeah. to me to not go to that preschool because <clears throat> of the, th- the the standards that that preschool has. Right. And, uh, you know, if I heard legitimate um, supportable evidence that, you know, there was something else happening at some other business in town, I wouldn't go there either. Like, right. it's just how it a smaller it does work much better on a local scale right and see for me it's <coughs> but so let's go back to the confederate flag issue for a second I, I i agree that the confederate flag should be pulled i think that it does not need much like the swastika that was a peaceful symbol before hitler got a hold of it it no longer means what it used to mean so let's say that the stars and bars before the civil war and everything else it was just because it was too, it, there was heritage behind it there was you know this whole about there was southern pride yeah yeah that morphed into being proud to be racist and whatnot and then became a a negative symbol <clears throat> so i don't agree with flint i also like what they're talking about renaming a bunch of streets down in um in uh the south um because like you they're named after confederate soldiers mm-hmm. and as a black or you know african-american person um, driving those streets might bug some people, but on the, flip, on the flip side of that coin too, I'm also like, why in the fuck do you pay so much attention to a street name that it's going to bother you like that? So, but I've never walked that right. walk. I don't know, so I, I can't really vouch for it. So I, I've got a very stilted viewpoint. So that's why I try to, to, for lack of a better term, um, keep that libertarian side of myself kind of in check because I would prefer if people were allowed to freely fly their Confederate flags, because it allows me to have a visual representation of you, sir, are a douchebag and I will never, ever want to do business or any other dealings with you whatsoever. Have fun being a bigoted fuck nut. Go on about your life. I'm going to avoid you. I'm going to go out of my way to drive around you or get away from you just so I don't have to deal with your stupid, ignorant ass. But something And the same thing goes for political stickers. Right. I see, I a, Hil- gonna... <laughs> I see a Hillary Clinton sticker right now. I'm like, you are a moron. But, but, <laughs> but have you in this political climate, and I'm not going to say one way or the other. Right. I'm just saying in this political climate, something that keeps happening to me is, oh, hello, person I like and respect and value your opinion. Oh, wait, you're uh, that supporter? Yeah. Great. <laughs> exactly. I've now lost lost a person like right. I, I like it just really bugs me no, it, like every now and then somebody will say and it's like oh i thought you were i thought you were different <laughs> <laughs> like it's like seeing like well and that's where you have to just the way i try to really look at it is you have to respect another person's <laughs> and i do political opinions and it's whether or not it bleeds over into other portions yeah. of their life because I, I don't actually respect their actual opinion. I respect their right to have right. An that's opinion. what I meant. The right, I guess, is what because I don't actually like. If you walk up to me and say so and so is really great and awesome and mm-hmm. blah, blah blah, I'm gonna be like, no. Right. And and the, the, and there are people in our lives that we know that are really great and awesome, but they want to vote for Trump. And I'm trying to get them to to take the tunnel vision off and be like, hey, I get, I I fully understand why. Trump makes sense to you, but it's only because you're focusing on five of the 500 things he's trying to supposedly get done. And those five things aren't necessarily a bad thing, but it's like you're trying to eat the, you've got a rotten apple and there's one little bite that you could possibly get to that's got a decent bit in it, but you got to watch out for all the around it. And so you're trying to like 
do that little thing that dogs do when they're trying not to bite you and they're trying to get the treat in your hand. They're like, the lips come back and they're like, and I know it's not a visual medium, so it's hard to see what I'm doing here. But anybody who's ever like, had a good, has had a good dog who's trying to get very gently take a treat I from your finger. Facebook live this time. Um, it's that you're, you're trying to get that one good bit out of the core of, or a hole of filth, right? <clears throat> so, you know, it, yeah, you're you're basically hoping that, you know, that the taint of Trump isn't tainted. And so you're going after that one spot, but you've got to get between the asshole and the ball sack. <laughs> and that's just wrong, especially on that man, right? So you <laughs> and I just broke Jody because <laughs> I made her think about Trump's taint. <laughs> Have you seen the tattoo? Of Trump's of taint? Trump. No. <laughs> No, it's got Trump and he's like got his foot. He's nude and he's got his foot up and it's got like a teeny tiny little. Yeah, I Google it. You know, anyway. you, you know, what would be kind of a hilarious thing. Remember the George Costanza pose on the right on the on the on the, um, on the uh, Ottoman yeah. or whatever. If Trump did something, like, you know, th- no, that's they sound good. <laughs> it's bad enough that that guy did it. Uh, so. So if anybody wants to play a fun little game of trivia with our podcast, try to guess Justin and Jody's political leanings because, no, no, because everything we've said here, you know, we've bagged on every candidate out there. I mean, no. yeah, I have, I mean, I, I've, I've bagged on all of them. So it's just the, you know, I've, I've it, yeah, but it, so going back, like I said, going back, once again, going back to the flag thing, um, it, for me, when allowing people to do those things does allow me to better filter my life <laughs> because I can go, okay, I just kind of disconnect you. And I'm a, it's kind of like when you block people on Facebook when they start going off these tirades, it's like, you're a fuck nut. So I'm just going <laughs> to remove you from my life. Um, and, but yeah. And so it's funny how you removing somebody from Facebook is effectively removing them from your life these days because it's really everything how, is so tied in. Like it's how I keep up on most people these days. Me too. So, yeah. It's, it, it is, it's an interesting. I found somebody today that I hadn't thought about in years. And I was talking with the other agent at this open house today and I'm mm. like, Oh, I should look them up on Facebook. And I looked them up. I'm like, there they are. They're engaged. Wow. Like <laughs> it was really one of those like weird, yeah. like, Oh my God, I haven't even thought about that person in 10 years. Right, right. Yeah, in the way. And see, and I've had the same, I've had similar things happen with people I never wanted to connect with again. <laughs> it's like, oh God, there they are. Get off my feed. No, go away. Don't suggest them as a friend. No, 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 no. <laughs> ignore, ignore. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's good times. Good times all the way around. Yep, yep. yep. So, yeah, yeah. So do you want to have a time time for a funny? Um, sure, we can do funnies. Oh, okay. Or you can say something else. I don't care. No, I'm trying to look at your... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, no, we're going to keep on. Keep on. Oh. Continue. Well, no, do your funny. It was a horrible segue, and I was going to... I don't have any better way to segue it. Oh. How do you go from Trump's taint I don't know, funny but I really don't want to talk about Trump's taint anymore, so anything would <laughs> be think, fine. I think we might have the episode name. <laughs> no. Now, the question is, how do we get album art for that? No. <laughs> no. Does anybody want to volunteer a picture of their taint? <laughs> you couldn't get away with that. Well, you know what? The thing is, I just probably opened up my inbox to go, God knows what. <laughs> okay, so I have a countdown list. I have a listicle. A listicle, okay. It's 15 things parents did in the 90s. That now would be. Oh yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to preface this little list here because I've seen a lot of these floating around lately. Yeah, me too. And pretty much anything pre millennial applies here. Yeah. Because a lot of things they talk about weren't just '90s kids. It was you know. Right. You know so, but they're all they're good nonetheless. Um. Let's see. Uh. Number one, and we can do a, like a little personal story with each of these. Uh. Let their kids play on questionable playground equipment. 
Oh, Jesus. Do you remember the old McDonald's equipment? I know. The jail, the Burger Man yeah, jail, the Burger you, Face, Mc, the Burger. McBurglar. Burglar. Yeah. Hamburglar. Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. I got it. And and the, um, or my favorite was, and, and I wish some of this questionable playground equipment came back because it taught valuable oh, yeah. fucking life lessons. Most notably, test temperature before yes. laying buns on the slide. metal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I have scars. Have you noticed scars on my butt? Nope. <laughs> When I'm getting after it from behind, there's no scarring whatsoever. It's fine. <laughs> and we're getting a voicemail next week from Jake. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. And, I, and now I'm I red. broke Jody again. Uh, okay. So, number two is um, they went without cell phones. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I actually was one of the first people. My mom was pretty technical technologically mm-hmm. ahead of the curve mm-hmm. especially for somebody of her generation especially uh, when was, it came to you know spying upon her kids and keeping dibs on them at all times oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's the only that's the only reason why if she had no other reason to do so she wouldn't have done it but. so um yeah. i um i got my first cell phone when i was 15 in 90 math 98 oh you were a late bloomer 99 then. um i started off with a pager well see I rocked the pager, and if I couldn't find a payphone right away, and I didn't have change on me to make pay it, oh, I was in trouble. See, my, I would have had, if I had been 15 a year earlier, I think I would have had a pager. Mm-hmm. But the way technology was advancing at the time, I had a giant-ass brick Nokia. <clears throat> <laughs> Motorola flip. Oh, yeah. See, I, I skipped I the Motorola no, by, have, by one. I, I had one of those bad boys. The, the one, the Nokia brick with the little, um, the little antenna was mm-hmm. first generation, like before you could do anything And if you were on the GSM networks, you would get all the little lightable antennas and whatnot, so they blink and do all the funky stuff. It was before that. So, so at any rate, um, it was my leash. It was partially, I was living at my dad's mm-hmm. here in St. Helens. She was living up on the hills, and so the only way we were, we were staying in touch. Mm-hmm. So... At any rate, I had that pretty early. I was, one, like I said, one of the first people. It was before you couldn't have them in school. And right. now you can have them in school. You, like, it, like it was in that weird. Yeah, the, well, the, it, it, yeah, be, it, yeah. Yeah. So. so at any rate, <laughs> I had one of those. I remember much earlier on, she had a pager um, before she had a cell phone. I want to say I was in like third or fourth grade. You know, if, if the funniest thing about my father <laughs> is that if you didn't know him better, um, it would have you would have thought he was a drug dealer in the '90s because that man rocked a pager and a cell phone, um, and uh, and not just any cell phone. He went for the the bag phone, like the the high wattage one that was like it was like compared to like the half a watt that everything else was or whatever. This was like one point <laughs> three watts or something, you know. And it did; it worked a lot better. But so he, you know, you, the thing was because minutes were fucking valuable back then. You only yep, had so minutes. many. You paged him, and if you needed, you know, if you needed something, you you would page him, and depending on who the page was from, he would make a choice to either use the cell phone to respond back, or he would wait till you get to a landline, then call back that way. And but you know, it was just <laughs> like pager codes. Remember yeah. pager codes? Yeah, there was one of like the the ones for XOXO and whatnot, and all the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, they let their kids eat high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, it wasn't as big of a like being healthy, especially. Making sure your kids were eating healthy was not as big of a deal. Well, I don't think it was. Like, there were hippie, crunchy people, but not as many. No, I just don't think. I think it's one of those things that bleed over from the 70s and the 80s where it, 
it has to be okay because a big corporation made it for us and they would never do us wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the whole, you know, that just blatant trust of, you know, well, the FDA's got this under control. I remember we weren't, um, we weren't allowed to have, the things we weren't allowed to have a lot of wasn't because they were unhealthy. It was because they were expensive. Right. Like we were allowed to have one Pop-Tart, not one package, but one, one Pop-Tart, Pop-Tart per day. We were allowed to have one pack of fruit snacks or Gushers or whatever a day. Like, and even then we got those few and far between. It was not a common occurrence. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Um, on that note real quick, before we go to past it, for anybody out there who, I don't, and I don't know how you guys couldn't have seen it yet, but just in case any of our listeners haven't seen it, Ecto Cooler is coming, coming back, back. <laughs> and I am fucking stoked. It's like New York Seltzer. My life is complete. Like my two favorite drinks from my kid in my childhood years in the late 80s and early 90s are back. I've got my New York Seltzer. It's amazing. And now I'm going to have my Ecto Cooler back, which I'm hoping, fingers crossed, is still as amazing as I remember it. And I'll be a happy camper. So, <laughs> <clears throat> Number four, they let their kids eat unwrapped treats. Nope. My parents never did that. My mom, being the conspiracy theorist, wacko ah, that she was if it it was very see and i grew up my my formative trick-or-treating years happened right around the gulf war yeah and so, so like, she was like inspecting was apples out, for razor blades everybody was out to poison you then man that's like the, somehow that was gonna be the next terrorist plot right <laughs> somehow saddam hussein had lsd in it saddam hussein figured out a way to infiltrate the nation's supply of candy he was gonna fuck over america by fucking up the kids <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of people that believed that were like they were super hardcore but yeah so all right number five they let their kids ride on in the front seat mm-hmm. and I remember my dad's me and my truck was only one seat. Me and my um, my me and my brother used to get down into like fist fights over who got the front seat to yep. the point where my mom had a method like of of picking who got to ride in the front. Yeah, like, but a, a big part of that is because airbags were not standard true. equipment on the right hand side, and an airbag will straight kill a kid. True. So you can't put them up there unless you want to kill them in an accident. Um, number six, they left kids in the car. Yep. If your mom was running errands, there's a good chance it was easier for her to bop in and out of stores without having to haul it you everywhere. Naturally, she left you in the car. Now you see a kid alone in the car and feel the need to call CPS. In the 90s, it was par. Well, that, you know, for me, that I think that's always been a... It's a hot topic for me. <coughs> you know this because right. I... Well, no, like, so like with, if, Ezra, if Ezra's in the car with the kids, I leave it running, I leave the AC on, tell yeah. him to lock the door behind me, I get out, go run my errand real quick into like a 7-Eleven or whatever, come back out, and he unlocks it when I get up there, and that's that. Right. Um, but here's my thing with that, because it's funny. Even when he's alone in the car, if you leave him in the car, he will lock it. He At a store where he goes by himself... Mm-hmm. He will lock the door like somebody's going to come in and grab him, and I think it's the weirdest thing ever. No, I've told him I've I've told him to do that, and and this will probably clear it up for you. If the car is being left running and he and you're getting out to go do something, just on the off chance that somebody hops in the driver's seat and try not realizing there's somebody in the car to avoid that whole scenario that that does happen you it, but to, and, and i'm not saying it doesn't happen and i'm not saying you're and, wrong and to that, be paranoid about it be, but i think it is being paranoid it probably, like it, no i i will fully admit i've got some of my mother's tendencies and i try to break <laughs> them as often as possible it doesn't bother me that you've so. done that you tell him that it's just one of those things like i got back in the car and it was i tried to get in and it was locked he's but like see, oh sorry and he unlocked it and i'm yeah. like why did you lock the door he's like 
well, I have to lock the door if I'm sitting in the... I'm like, you come to this store by yourself yeah, all the just, fucking time. Are you really that scared somebody's going to abduct you? No, I just... <laughs> I, I, made, I made it a rule that whenever I get out of the car and leave him there and it's running, he has to lock it. And so it's one of the few rules he actually follows. I know, right? You choose the one. <laughs> right. The one that really doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> all right. Uh, number seven. They let their kids troll the neighborhood sans supervision. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I... I, I Grew up in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. so I had to ride eight miles to go to town on my bike. And for all that, this is gonna get the shit. This like downhill, mm-hmm. like like super downhill the whole way. Like no, I can attest to that. It was a nice big. It was a hill that I would have loved to have ridden my bike down. I burned out my brakes every fucking. I mean, every summer. Um, yeah, it's one of those things that you would not want to have a kid on that hill on handbrakes because. The pedal brake would have been the way to go on the hill because it's just constant downhill. Right. Um, so, um, but having said that, I did and was allowed to ride my bike to town in, you know, the mid-morning hours. And my mom would pick me up in with in my bike on her way home in the evening. Right. And I just roamed around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, like I said, like 9, 10, 11-ish. Yep. Yeah, and more or less, you were like, you, you know... You With my out, brother, who was two years younger. You went outside, and you didn't come back until <laughs> it was dark, getting close to dark. Yeah. I had a little bit earlier of a cure for you than most kids during the summertime, <clears throat> um, just because when it was it was only during towards the end of summer. My dad was pretty footloose and free for the first like month and a half, or two and a half months of summer. With the last two to four weeks, he'd start bumping my curfew back earlier mm-hmm, and earlier mm-hmm. just to get me used to the to the sleeping routine yeah of having to go to bed early to get up early for school that way it wasn't such a clusterfuck and make the first month of school miserable and i hated him for it at the time but looking back on it, it's like oh that made a lot of sense that's why i wasn't the cranky <laughs> asshole of class you know <laughs> um number eight let their kids walk around barefoot and i so i didn't walk around barefoot i didn't like i had a cousin who they had chickens mm-hmm. in the front yard mm-hmm. and he would walk around barefoot and the chicken crap mm-hmm. all up in his toes and like just squishy and just i was just like appalled i just was i was disgusted and appalled right and even at a really young age when it probably shouldn't have bothered me so much and i just so this might make you laugh underfoot. but but for somebody who's as tough as i normally am about stuff as far as like you know scrapes bruises cuts whatever i've never gone barefoot because my delicate little flower i know you the do bottom. have you do my, have tender feet the tender my bottoms of my feet do not take <clears throat> to sharp feet are pointy supple. objects or anything very well at all so i've just never been able to go barefoot even like in grass that kind of fucks with me and i'm just like yeah <laughs> and i always i always ended up finding like that one rock yeah like, oh. you, you go running for the slip and slide oh, it's and like you a catch freaking that, sharp lego man yeah you catch that one rock going to the slip and slide <clears> and about you know i think you just killed yourself all right, number nine, they let their kids set up shop on the corner as in like a lemonade stand or... Did that? Whatnot. I lived in the middle of nowhere. I wouldn't have gotten away right. with it. Whatnot. No, we, um, I don't know that we sold lemonade, but we did set up a little a little stand that sold um, some sort of refreshments. Yeah. And it might have been Kool-Aid, but yeah. Um, they let their 11... <laughs> they let 11-year-olds babysit. Yeah. And and honestly, right now, I think that having an 11 year old come over and watch your kids probably would not fly. Um, no, I watched well, my, legally, they can't until yeah. they're like 12 or 13 now. Yeah. I so. watched my brother all the time. Yeah. Much younger than that. Um, and I remember watching other people's kids probably, yeah. probably around 12. And I remember when we first moved back here to Oregon um, <laughs> and my dad got this one job that my both my parents had were working and the w- jobs they worked, there was a... <clears throat> like a lot of kids there was that gap after school mm-hmm. and so but but during the summertime nobody was home during the day 
Um, and we lived in a sketchier apartment complex, so they were not comfortable with us going out and playing. So my entire summer was spent babysitting her, Ooh. but we had to stay home during the daytime. That sucked. Yeah. But I was also, I, I was not of quote unquote what would be considered legal age now. So it was like right. right in that 11, 12 year old time frame. Um, <clears throat> number 11, they let their kids ride in the back of a pickup truck. Yep. <clears throat> I did that all the time. <clears throat> Me too. Um, in fact. <laughs> Road trip from <laughs> Colorado Springs, Colorado to wherever Mount Rushmore is in, in South Dakota and beyond. Um, I was in the back of a 72 GMC pickup, and we're talking in the middle of a snowstorm. We did. My parents had the brave, brave idea of doing this in the wintertime in a two-wheel drive GMC half-ton. Um, and my father's driver, driving skills never cared about those. I wasn't worried about him. You know, It was about yeah. everybody else. I thought I had the coolest thing in town because I was in the back canopy. He laid it out with my sleeping bag and everything like that. He gave me – this is back when boom boxes were all you could have for music <laughs> and they took like the D cells. Yep. So he hooked me up with my boom box and all my cassette tapes and then like I had a box full of batteries because those fucking other things ate batteries like nobody's business. I it's so much like you. <laughs> and so I had the batteries back there so I could keep it going and then the dogs were back there with me yeah. too. So the only breakdown to this entire equation was the um, potty brake system that he, de- <laughs> that he, mind you, the old man devised of take the flashlight, flash it in the rearview mirror three times, I'll pull over and stop as soon as I can. So as soon as he can, and as soon as I needed him to, <laughs> were vastly different. Because I was being respectful of the fact that I know he didn't want to stop a lot, so I wasn't flashing the flashlight until you really needed I really to go. needed to go. And he kept going like, one more mile, <laughs> just one more mile. <laughs> And when the dog finally pissed in the back of the truck, and I started racking on the thing because <laughs> she couldn't hold it anymore, yeah. and I started racking on the window with the uh, flashlight. He finally pulled over, and then he starts. I tell him the dog peed back there, and he goes to get pissed at the dog. My mom's like, "No, <laughs> he's been telling you for thirty minutes now that you guys that they needed to stop and piss, and you didn't pull. It's your own fucking fault. Shut up, old man." <laughs> yeah, um, one of the funnier stories um, regarding that is my dad built a little shelf with carpeted. Mm-hmm. with the canopy on the back right right so and it had like a carpeted ledge shelf thing yeah. that he built that was really cool um but so all four all three of us little kids me and my brother and uh my sister are in the back mm-hmm. and we go over a bump and it just misses the ledge and collapses on one side and we all roll over on top of her and she's at the bottom of the pile like help me because <laughs> i was not a small child <laughs> and she was right <laughs> um so yeah it, there was no there was no compunction about mm-hmm. and my dad for a while, a while after getting rid of that canopy he had an actual legit camper mm-hmm. that he kept in the back of it and i rode in that too all right, number 12, they let their kids watch cartoons that weren't educational. Well, duh. Oh, that was a good one. So, all right, yeah. Sorry. No, I am, um, I have, I, I take, I take to task with that because I think it defines, you have to define educational. Now, if you're talking strictly. <laughs> the ones they call out specifically are Ren and Stimpy, Sailor Moon. Ren and Stimpy was perfectly educational. <laughs> Just not in the, like the, the book smart kind of way. <laughs> it there, did, there were great I will tell lessons you, learned. I did not know what the word whiz meant. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to watch it. Okay, hold on. I got a cough. We weren't allowed to watch it at my mom's. Well, she also didn't have cable, so it didn't really matter. Right. Um, we watched it at our dad's, and it's got the don't whiz on the electric fence, right? right. The game. 
Yep. So I come home and I'm like doing the little jingle, like no is on the electric fence. <laughs> My mom was like, "Do you even know what that means?" I'm like, right. "No." Well, like, so you take the old school Looney Tunes, like the like the <laughs> yeah. people would, people nowadays are a lot of them are like flabbergasted if you show those to your kids. Um, I and I know that if you get the um, DVD collections of them now, they have a warning that you know these were during the time that these were created the the things that the content here within blah 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 was not considered to be of you know questionable nature or whatever and they do the same thing for the early sesame street stuff now too yeah i know i mean and so it's like what the hell um and yeah but but like for me like the wily wily coyote mm-hmm. there were some great it really of, did teach you a lot of things i mean and- and don't buy from Acme. That's the number one. <laughs> Acme sells like literally. There was a there's a grocery store chain or something like that along those lines called Acme on the East Coast. Yeah, and it kind of bleeds into the Midwest in points. And I think we walked into one one time. I'm like, why are we going? In? No, <laughs> we these guys not sell buy shit. Anything here? I mean, anything we get here is just gonna kill me or fall on my head. We can't do this. You know? Um, the the a lot of the earliest exposures I had to classical music. Uh. My, uh, classical my, art my only opera for the longest time right was the, the barber uh, of seville barber of seville yep. yes so it's not necessarily educational but meh and i think i think good parents still let their kids watch stuff that's not right. quote-unquote educational and then like the animaniacs yeah amazing um uh tiny tunes yeah amazing yeah oh man the other day so we animaniacs is on netflix now mm-hmm. so we've been watching a lot of that but i really wanted to watch the um I just lost it. The the day we the Istanbul went. Um, oh, Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> that song. Yeah. yeah. So I I pulled that up on YouTube and I showed mm-hmm. it to Trent and it started this whole like cascade of YouTube videos of of Tiny mm-hmm. Tunes as mm-hmm. opposed to Animaniacs, and he was laughing and cracking up and he just I was like, yes, this is my childhood all over again. Yes, Plucky Duck and yeah, they were the, they were great cartoons. Um. All right. So number thirteen. Uh, they let their pl- kids play with questionable toys, and I'm not talking about that kind. Um, um, we're talking like skip it, lawn um, darts, lawn darts, which but were gone by the time I came around. Like we had a set, but it was really old. See, and that's the thing for um, me is like, like horseshoes and whatnot. Once again, valuable lessons learned. Like if you stood in a situation to where you could take a lawn dart to the eye. You're an idiot. Well, the internet changes things because there was a doll when I was growing up that I really, really wanted that was a doll that had a little wand that had little Velcro jewels that you Mm. put the jewels in the girl's hair and I wanted it super bad and I got it. I think Joy had one too, yeah. Now, when I had that, I got the fucking thing stuck in my hair (laughs) really bad. Uh And my mom spent hours getting them out and blah, blah, blah. Now, there's a very similar concept toy on the market where it's these little velcro balls that you stick together to make Mm -hmm. sculptures out of and the internet is ablaze with how evil they are because kids keep getting their hair caught in them and it takes hours to get them out and i'm like yeah but duh like and you it's a it's a valuable lesson learned but because of the internet it's been been vilified as opposed to like natural selection so when i was younger cap guns were still a thing yeah Bam, bam, bam. They still are. No, no. You can still buy them. Yeah, but they're not, you know, especially with gun control and whatnot. They're I not. could go into Walmart and buy one right now. No, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> you would be greatly frowned upon in a lot of circles if you did. Yeah. And also, they didn't look like a real fucking gun. They've got the bright orange things now and whatnot, right. but so on and so forth. And th- so, my dumbass, 
I'm playing a game. It was one of those days where I didn't have any of my friends were available, so I'm, I'm, I'm left to entertain myself. Mm-hmm. And I was playing like cops and robbers or whatever, or bad guys, good guys. And I was, of course, the good guy. And somebody went driving by in their car, and they were the bad guy. So I took a couple shots at him on a military base. Oh, no. With a, what looks like a real gun. <laughs> Motherfucker locked up all four brakes and I about load my pants up. Like, <laughs> and so then I tried to play it off. I literally, <laughs> I think back, I'm just like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I have the gun behind my back. I literally start whistling and like, like <laughs> and pacing around like like you would see in the car. Yeah. Like, and the guy gets out. What in the fuck? About? And just starts laying into me. Where do you live? And I just, I, I played like, you know, retarded. But I, I didn't know. I, I did. I kind of just like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know where you live? I don't know where I live. What? You just went completely dumb. Yeah, I, I just, I, I did, I, I just, I did, I did dumb because I'm like, <laughs> if my dad catches wind of this, oh my god, the ass whooping, or the, I'm never gonna live this down. And so after the guy got done yelling and screaming at me how ridiculously stupid I was, which was true, um, you don't point a very realistic looking gun at anybody's car, number one, let alone on a military base where the person could possibly be strapped. <laughs> you know, not that's not true in, in in city world too, but you know, I'm just, I let's just say I never, I was a bit much more respectable. About how I and how and where and who I pointed my guns at from that point forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number 14. They let their kids loose on the internet. And I'm going to read this quote oh, because it yeah. kind of, uh, oh, the sweet sound of dial up. <laughs> Parental controls were practically non existent. Uh, never mind the fact that I was attempting to cyber stalk celebrities at age 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had dial up. Mm-hmm. god awful slow takes 10 minutes to load one tiny picture of a boob mm-hmm. kind of internet and um, god forbid you get a phone call and forgot to turn off call waiting because then you only right. get half nip and we lived in the middle of nowhere there was yep. no other option and our signal was even worse degraded mm-hmm. lines so um and but there was no amount of parental no. blocking like no. at all in fact, the first time I got online was I picked up a library book, and in the back of it, it had like a a, a, a um, prodigy mm-hmm. CD in it. Sign up for free, blah, blah, blah. And so I walked through the entire sign-up process, yep. the whole nine, got it all signed up, got my one month free. Then they started sending me collection notices because I didn't pay. Yeah. And so I finally, I tried canceling the account, and they and you know back in the day it was it was a pain in the ass to cancel. So I'm going through the whole thing, and then because um, you can create an online account, but you can't cancel it online. <laughs> right, right. And so finally, I had to get my dad involved because they would not cancel the account. So my dad finally calls him up. He's like, "So you guys need to cancel this account, and you need to stop harassing my son. You're talking with a minor." He's like, you allowed a minor to create an account with your service, who, which is illegal. You can't, you can't hold them in a legally binding contract without my permission. Show me where I authorize any of this. And the representative's like, uh, 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 uh. he's like, exactly. So you need to go ahead and cancel the account. And if you call here again, you will be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> and that was the end of that. But, right. I mean, that, that's that, that was my first online experience. He's like, and so then he has to turn around and get the phone. What the fuck is the internet? Right. Right. Um, all right, and finally, number 15, they let their kids stay up late to watch adult, quote-unquote, shows, like Friends, mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. Uh, I specifically remember, I was really into doctor stuff as a, as a kid, I was mm-hmm. actually really, really super morbid, like, right. like, um, my mom signed me up for this, this, like, Saturday Academy, which is, like, a class thing mm-hmm. during the summer thing. Nerd! Yeah, but she signed me up for one that was at OHSU about... Nerd! seriously i know (laughs) it was about like 
medical type stuff mm-hmm. and they kind of tease at the beginning like they're like and maybe if everybody's good we'll go take a tour of the cadavers <laughs> no they said we might take a trip down in the morgue and i'm like can we see the dead people like yeah. i was like super excited yeah. <laughs> and so the lady pulled my mom aside when she came to pick me up like do you need to like have her tested and <laughs> you might want to get her account like it was just a weird setup anyway so I loved doctor shows. Chicago Hope at the time was a big mm-hmm. deal. Um, I still see some of the actors from that show and I'm like, oh, <laughs> because she it was on at 10 o'clock and right. she'd let me stay up and watch it. Yeah, my parents would let me stay up late to a certain extent. They were always very rigid about school nights, um, just for the most part. I mean, every once in a while it was a treat, but like cause that was back like, you know, some like you couldn't just stream a movie or anything right. like that. So you had to... Uh, you know, if there was something on, there was sometimes it was a special event. They'd let you stay up for it. Well, it's so funny because uh, you talk about Tempe being the feral child and blah, blah, blah. But I really was raised a lot more feral than you were. Right. And in some ways, I think I benefited from that. Right. And I don't necessarily want to go down the exact same path with our kids. But um, I did not have a bedtime. I did not have a you need to be in bed by. I had a when you're tired, go to bed. Right. Like, don't force yourself to stay awake. But no matter what, you have to be up at a, a certain time. A, a lot of a lot of <clears throat> my stuff started out that way. But I was just stubborn enough that because I wouldn't I, I would for I, I would force myself. to, And it got yeah. to the point where I, be, I became an ass. So to avert asshole, Justin, they just said, no, fuck it. You're going to bed. By well, a and I time. can understand that having <clears throat> having a child like Tempe who regardless of how tired she is, will refuse to go lay down. Right. Um, but I was a kid more like Trent. I'm right. tired. I think I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah. Um, you know, like very honest about how they were feeling and, yep. and what was going on. So on, you know, the day Chicago Hope was on, I would stay up late to watch that. But mm-hmm. on a typical night, I wouldn't stay up that late. Right. Um, and my mom would also kind of temper that with, uh, you know, how things were going. She would send me to bed if it was either A... She wanted to watch something that I shouldn't be watching or B, it really was time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but typically I pretty much had the run of what I wanted to do, but I had a, a specific time I had to be up. I mean, I was up er, almost before anybody else because I had to catch the bus right. and we lived in the middle of nowhere. So obviously the bus came at like, I want to say 520. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's not like I got a lot of sleep as a kid. But. Yeah, and see, with me, my parents were always, because my dad was in the military and whatnot, and there was such a rigid schedule there. My mom was already up in the mornings anyway, so she, you know, we always had breakfast already made for us and all that jazz, and it was good to go. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, and it is different times, and so, like, there there are things that we do that we get head turns at now, or people turn their heads and like, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like, we don't, you know, there's just. In some ways, we would be almost considered shitty parents because we do we don't hover around, we don't sit there and constantly, yeah, you know, make sure they're not getting in trouble or make sure they're not, you know, they've got to learn, and that's that's part of what you know bugs me about stuff is like a lot of the most valuable lessons that I learned in my life were the dumb, ridiculously stupid shit that I happened to either get away with or I got caught. My parents never found out about Mm -hmm. it, so I didn't catch an ass whooping for it, right? And it was like. Woo. Okay, I played with fire on that one. I'm not going to do that again. Right. Let's move the fuck on and let's never do this kind of thing. Um, and so, and a lot of kids these days, a lot of them miss out on that. Now, on the flip side of that, um, I was at the park last weekend or the weekend before with the kids, and these two kids just showed up out of nowhere. One was wearing um, 
uh, a uh, plaid button-up shirt that was like three sizes too small for him and swimming trunks. Um, And the other one was just in shorts, no shirt, barefoot. And they were just raising fucking hell Mm. on the... um, playground equipment and the one that was wearing swimming trunks i couldn't tell if the brown streak down the back of the swimming trunks was from like wiping out on a bike and mud and whatnot and they had ridden their bikes over there or if it was like he waited too long to go doo-doo and did a little bit in his drawers and and drew a little mud right um and so it was and and they were like and they weren't just being kids they were like trying to break the equipment like yeah. they were trying to swing like let's see if we can get this thing to fall off because of a couple of like, at the mccormick park mm-hmm. there there's those what used to be the little step ladders yep. on the chains that like half of them are missing now <laughs> well they figured since the rest of them are already broken we're gonna try to break this one right. too and and that is too far the other direction because right. I, I can guarantee you their parents had no fucking clue where they were right not even in the slightest like even with my parents, they always knew roughly the geographic area that I would be in, and they would just go out and find me, et cetera. And, and part of that is the time we grew up, we wouldn't have acted that way because we knew it was expected of us and that there was always somebody watching. would report back to us. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and and, and it's, it never, yeah, you couldn't get it. Even when you thought you got away with something, somebody somewhere saw you and, and told your parents, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that sucks. Yep. So, yeah. No, it's a... Uh, it's a different time. There are th- certain things that had to change. I, I I don't think I'd feel comfortable leaving Ezra alone with the kid, especially with Trent. But right. or no, it's actually funny. I I would leave him alone with either Tempe or Trent, but not both. Well, and for less than maybe an hour. It's because I don't want to be left alone with both. I mean, it's, <laughs> right. It's, but I have to. Some of their parents. And it's like, but there are times though. Like lately, they've been. Um, Oh, they've been just jabbing at each other, literally. Like no, like, like physically Trent, getting. Trent will walk up and just for the hell of it, like, <laughs> like per- punch her. Purple nurple, his sister. <laughs> so then she'll turn around and kick him in the nuts, and they're both in there writhing in pain, and then like yelling at me to get one the other. And then one in you trouble. tell them, and then you tell them to knock it off, and they're both in trouble and go to their separate spaces, and they're like, "No, we were playing." Right. Like what? Or like one time, <laughs> something was going on, and I, I was, I was in the middle, like had my hands full, and I couldn't stop to do what, see to turn around and see what was going on. I'm like, both of you sit on your asses right now just drop to the ground i heard the thud thud <laughs> as they did and then i got everything put away i turn around just in time to see him like you know she walk, reaches over and like grab, like full on his junk and just twists <laughs> and he's like ow so he socks her in the, in the what would be the boob if she had one and i'm like what the fuck is fucking wrong with you two you know and so they're they're at that stage now where they're they're they love to they want to be with each other but as soon as they're together for any measurable amount of time they start seeing how badly they can annoy the other one and what they can get away with yep um and oh it's just it's an infuriating stage and so yeah i don't want to be alone with my kids half the time right now just because it's too much to handle um so Agreed. Today, though, was one of those rare occasions. Trent was in a wonderful mood all he day. He really was. He woke up just just cheerful. Even when he woke up this morning, you didn't. Yeah. You weren't there. No, he woke but up. He go. He goes. He gives me. Is it time to wake up, mommy? I'm like, I. It's about that time. He goes. Okay, can I wake you up with a kiss? And he goes over. Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> yeah, but like the whole day, like we we go out and I do, run some errands, and um, it's raining right now and it's gnarly outside today. So I can't just send them in the backyard to play, um, and I don't really want to. And they're not the kind of kids that you want to keep pent up in the house because they just get fucking frustrated. So I always try to find some sort of activity we can go out to do on these rainy days when we're together, 
just to kind of burn off some steam. Mm-hmm. So we ended up swinging over to McDonald's, grabbed lunch. I sat there and had some food, let them go run and play and whatnot. And as soon as Trent realized that we were coming, pulling the parking lot for McDonald's, he was like, oh, we're going to McDonald's. Oh, thank you so much, Daddy. It was so nice of you to take us here. I really, and he was trying to say I appreciate it, but it was, it came out. <laughs> appreciate. Yeah, he's like, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome, buddy. And then we get in there and we order the food. Thank you so much for ordering the food, Daddy. And then we got out of the play. Thank you for letting us play, Daddy. I was like, why in the fuck can't you be like gentle, cordial, polite Trent all the time? You know, but the whole day was like that. And then we get back home. He's like, ah, that was so much fun. Thank you for taking us again, Daddy. I'm like, you're welcome. He's like, now it's time for Daddy Snuggles. And he forces me to sit down on the couch and snuggle with him and whatnot, you know. And it's just like, it was like, it was a great day. They were both being fairly well behaved. The only time they got in trouble was when I have specifically told them I need about 20 minutes to myself so I can get the dinner and the crock pot started. And as soon as I get my hands all gooey with the stew meat that I was chopping up and whatnot and get to a point where I can't stop, all of a sudden Temperance is like, are you ready for the fashion show? I'm like, what? She's like, the fashion show. You need to come out and sit on the couch and watch it. I'm like, what part of I can't do that right now? Did you not understand? You guys need to wait. And then they wait like two minutes. Is it fashion show time yet? Are you ready? I'm like, if you ask me again, I swear to Christ. <laughs> but other than that, it was, yeah. a, it was a good day. And it's just like... So days like that, you're like, oh, and then tomorrow they're going to be back to being, you know, little Adolf Hitler and little fucking Saddam Hussein battling out for ter- turf. And yep. <laughs> it already started while you were gone. And we're just Switzerland sitting here in the middle like, fuck, stay, leave us alone. Don't. <laughs> well, you went to go get Ezra and they turned into little pains in the ass. Mm-hmm. Uh They were fighting, like physically mm-hmm. fighting with each other, which drives me up the wall. Like, it, and I did with my brother. I mean, we mm-hmm. fought physically, like hair pulling and 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 it ow like i have actual painful memories of of all the horrible fights um we used to like wrestle to get control of the remote control mm-hmm. to the point of, i'm trying to think of like a visual uh representation of what it looked like but wwe no no it was more like um like on one of those action movies where like the the vial of the contaminated right, whatever right. is like is like rolling away. rolling away and they're like beating each other up to get to it or whatever right. kind of like that anyway um so they they were they were being pretty shitty um and then i pulled up i just got snapchat because i'm hip with the cool mm-hmm. tech uh only two years too late and um we were doing the face swap thing they were they were quite mesmerized oh yeah. yeah and then um uh you can face swap with a picture that you have and i mm-hmm. happen to have two old pictures of myself and my brother mm-hmm. okay it's freaking eerie to face swap trent with jake mm-hmm. it's it's weird mm-hmm. dude weird mm-hmm. i can see it and Tem- yeah. and tempe same thing she looks her face structure looks so much like his it's ridiculous right, right. it's crazy I, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, so just total side note. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it, they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that was one hell of a, yeah, well, no, I'm just kind of like, all of a sudden I'm checking out. Like, I guess you like, no, I was trying to like, get four steps ahead of us to kind of plan the rest, <laughs> the closing of the show. And I thought the story was going to go on longer than it was going to. And then it did and it stopped. And I'm like, oh, I still have to figure this out, don't I? So, 
<laughs> and so I, we forgot to include the contact information last episode. That was amazing. You say forgot. I say... We got to record a little uh, sounder for it. I know. We'll get to it. Not tonight, of course. We really do, though. Right. We do. We do. We do. So, anyways, speaking of that, babe, how would they contact us? On our website. <laughs> on Which our- is... <laughs> <laughs> Bad parenting you can call my home. phone number anytime you want <laughs> well the phone number uh, that i know 503-609-0375 mm-hmm. that's for the voicemails or you can email us grounded at badparentingpodcast.com yep. you can find us on facebook twitter instagram mm-hmm. and we i am on snapchat under Bad Parenting Podcast. You are, you're, that's how you have your Snapchat set up, is mm-hmm. Bad Parenting Podcast? Mine's just Jody Wynn. Mine's, so. mine's, my username is Bad Parenting Podcast, so yeah. You can you find, can find me. us there. I don't snap very often. Oh, I, um, I so. now that I have this magical app, I'm, the, let's bring it on. <laughs> so, and also, we are a member of the Podcast Collective Network, um, and on that, ne- oh, I lost the page. <laughs> no, go back to it, go back to it. Where did it, oh, there it is. So, um, on that, network we have great shows such as well us um on the block no hope for humanity the coffin joe cast the sunshine happy pants hour 40 going on 14 dating baggage the internet with scott the pool boy and i am salt lake so a lot of great shows in the network there um we're all trying to be very supportive of each other and it's it's been a little fun little thing and we might actually have another show coming onto the network here soon um and also, I wanted to re- uh, sh- send a shout out to a listener. Uh, oh, God, I think I forgot her name already. Robin. No, Robin, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> from the uh, Mint and Box cast. She reached out to us this week and said that we're basically her spirit animals, which was, that's the first time somebody's, consider- somebody's ever, ever considered got. me a spirit animal for them. I'm like, oh, I have so many spirit animals of my own that I would like, you know. <laughs> But like somebody thinks I'm their spirit animal, that's kind of nice. Um, and so I'm actually going and listening to their show now, and so far I'm enjoying it and um, looking to uh, looking forward to getting through the 12 episodes they have out there so far. And she's like, be forewarned, it's very geeky. I'm like, well, I listen to a lot of geeky podcasts, so it's fine. I, the parts of it that I don't get into, I just don't get into, and the parts of it that I do, I do. And it's just how I <laughs> it's, you know, like geek shows. Sometimes they go off the rails a bit on stuff, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, that's that's the um, the gist of it. So the, the network is growing, and we're, I'm I'm very super stoked to have that going on, and looking forward to adding more shows. Also, I am going to be going to Salt Lake City here soon. So if there's no. any listeners or anybody out there in Salt Lake City that wants to hang out, I'm going to be there for a weekend. Um, we will not be recording a show next week because I will be in California. We might have to do an early episode or do or something else. Or with Ezra. Right. Oh, he would love that. We could probably do that. Yeah, I think I could do a one-on-one with Ezra because yeah. gonna, we're going to be here home alone yeah. while you guys are doing your little California trip to say goodbye California to the um, family that. member. That too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the gist of the trip. I mean... I'm going so. more to see Right, right. So, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we will... Um, there will be a show next week. It just won't be the yeah. normal show you're used to, but we'll figure it out. And my pen's dying. That's awesome. Well, there it goes. Dead pen. All right. So, yeah, that's that's the show. Um, unless you have something else you want to add, babe. No, I, I have a funny for next week. Okay, I'll well, make sure I you remember it. Thing, okay, we'll but... save it for next week. I got some notes for next week, too. Cool. So we'll have that done and good to go. Or actually, not next week on the funny, but next time you yeah. and I record Mine's together. Mine's not time sensitive right. at all. All right. Well, then, in that case, then, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye.